I am appalled <laughs> that Dan, my brother, Dan Levitard, I mean, he knew he wanted me on this show. How the hell is he not here? Mm. I am appalled. Where do I live, Stephen A? I, I, yeah, you, you, I know where you live, but the fact is you live there. Mm-hmm. That's my point. Mm-hmm. I ain't asked you to move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stephen I didn't ask you to show up for, 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 for a couple of why days. Would I, why, why would I go as far from here to go there when I live here? I don't need I to sell said, you on the merits of Miami. I, I, all I said, all I said, you could have left for a couple of days. Your brother here, and you know, th- th- this is what you do. I no, mean, you right. got to I, No, me. no, I'll tell you why I'm not there, Stephen A., because of that silly thing behind you and what journalism has become with a Subway game <laughs> no, no, show. No. Not that silly <laughs> thing, the other silly thing. The Subway <laughs> game show thing. Like, what are, what are we What are we promoting? What are, This is not journalism you and I are doing. Wait a minute, wait a minute. That is a lie. Mm-hmm. All the years that we've been in journalism and stuff like that, we still had to promote stuff along the way. If it was newspapers, it was subscribers. Yep. If it was radio or television, I mean, you got listeners, you got viewers. Stephen A., and now it's a ham sandwich? Stephen mm-hmm. A., now no, it's a ham Stephen sandwich a. and a video game? Like, what is that listen, behind it, you? It, 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 ain't nothing wrong with that, man. That's what it is. Listen, we're leveling up the experience. The whole Super Bowl experience is what we're doing. Yeah, hey, listen, Dan, do me a favor. Don't judge exactly. Stephen A. You're not here. You're in Miami. Stephen A's doing what Stephen A's got to do. Stephen okay? A's Big just time. trying to get right. by. Yeah, yeah, I am. Exactly. Yeah, let's go, let's exactly. go with that. Let's go with that theme. I'm just trying to get by. Trying to get by. I'm just trying to get by, Dan Levitard. I'm just man. trying to get by. I'm trying to get, mm-hmm. trying to get where you're at. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Billy, I was told that you have a book with things that you've highlighted because you were one of the a first... Book. You were one oh, of the. Lord. He was one of the Are first. Are we on the air? Is this live right <laughs> yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, we're on the air. Is this we're going on, on right now? Yeah, this is going on right hey, now. Oh my lord! A New York Times bestseller. Did yes. I just have it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What is well, this? Well, Stephen he, a, tell us about that book. No, hold man. on, hold on, hold on, big fella. Uh, he's got it highlighted. He Billy has read it what? and highlighted certain parts. But before we get to the endless, the ceaseless promotion of this man's self-absorption, let's oh, hear. Oh my God! Let, he's just trying let, to get by, Dan. Let us. He's accusing me of this? Does Dan Levitard not look in the mirror? Does he not know that he is talking to somebody that has known him for a quarter century? (laughs) And you would say that about me? I went to you. I want you to respond. If that ain't the pot calling the kettle black. I don't know what the hell is. I you got w- to be crazy. I want you to hear Chris Mad Dog Russo because he's as fed up with this as I am. Like I am tired of seeing <laughs> Jamel Hill and him writing the memoirs. They're already on. They're on the circuit of tell grandpa's stories. Look at Chris Russo, sick of sick of the Stephen A. promotional tour. Uh dog Stephen A. Smith, his book. Enough already. Huh? Oh God Almighty, Stephen! Enough. I get it. Fifth in the country. We understand enough please every five they said it today they said it three thousand times new york times does so on and on he loves that book but you know he's competitive that's what he cares about he's he's very competitive he doesn't care that you and i read it he care he just wants to get up in the morning look at his phone and see on amazon that it's number two behind harry for crying out loud oh god that's what he cares about enough about harry too that too (laughs) enough about harry congratulations Y'all are y'all are something else, man. What do you I mean, mean? This is the dude. He's on it. He's he's talking smack about me. This is Mad Dog Russo. He's talking smack about me, right? Yeah. And he's talking about this, this stupid book. Oh, by the way, I need you on my show today to talk about the book. <laughs> <laughs> and had me on the show that day, five o'clock. I said, I said, you're something else, man. You really, really are. You really are. But it's good to see y'all. It's good to see y'all. 
Yeah, I'm, why are you avoiding Stephen A's question that yeah, he has for you? Exactly. What Subway is the question? Right. Yeah. Okay. What I want to know. Well, hold okay. on a second. What is the game? I don't understand what the game is. Listen, What's the question? Listen, I'm leveling. Uh, listen, stay with me, man. Stay with me. You know how this works, okay? So stop acting like you don't know. You right. know how the listen, Subway listen, game works. Listen to your brother, okay? Dan, he's going to ask you a question, and if you get it right, That's we right. get a Subway sandwich. So, so let's, mean, make, let's be clear. I'm yeah. leveling up the Super Bowl experience. You know what I'm saying? I'm here. I'm here in Arizona, all right? I'm going to be playing a trivia game with the fans a little bit later on, okay? And I'll give you a taste of that example. But if you're home and you ain't lucky enough to be here or you're too damn lazy to get here, like a Dan Levitar, what you can do is you can go to Subway.com, okay? And you can play the game that way. You can order see, you can order some sandwiches and all of that stuff. Go on to Subway.com. You can do it that way, right? Here's my question for you, Dan Levitar. How many rushing touchdowns has Tua Tungvaloa scored in his career. I'm going to give wow. you multiple choice. Wow. Mm. Three, six, eight, or ten. Mm. And I, what do I win here if I get this? Yeah, what about what you win? A prize, yeah. Dan. That's right. That's right. Yeah. The number comes with a prize. How many rushing touchdowns has he How scored many rushing touchdowns in his career? Not this year. Career. Not this year. In his career. Three, six, eight, or ten. You should Pick know one. this. I mean, you should know it. Yeah. You're I expect better. Number this, six. This number six. Long. I'm going to take six. I'm sorry. I just didn't. I'm, look, I don't. You got it right. You won, Dan. You got it right. Wow. You got it right, Dan. Yeah. You got it right, Dan. Let Wait. me talk. So, Stephen A., do I open door number six? Try, try to open door number six. Wow. The what boss. you got? The boss. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Stephen A., this is what I want to tell the audience and you right now, because I boss. hope the camera was only on Chris Cody throughout that. He was trying to help me cheat, but he couldn't find it quickly enough on the internet. So as long as it Lucked took up. me to get it right, I hope the camera is just focused on Chris Cody and how poor he would be at helping me in any way in this circumstance. Billy, what have you highlighted in Stephen and highlight highlight? Oh, the boss. Oh, the boss is good, Dan. Mm-hmm. Highlighted? Right. What What have you highlighted in uh, Stephen A's book? What re- well, I, I would never dare to highlight in Stephen A's book. That's like highlighting the Bible. I would never. You know what I mean? I have my favorite passages. I, I will tell you, Stephen A, I started a book club this year, and okay. your book is the first book in my book club. All right. Well, I appreciate so, that. Thank yeah. you so much. No problem. Thank anytime. you so much. Yeah. You know, I definitely, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I just met you. Yeah. I expected Dan <laughs> Lepitar oh. and Stu to read this book. I, I expected, and I hope. You shouldn't expect, expect me to read any book. I mean, Dan will probably read well, I do, it. This is the audio book. <laughs> I'll promote that. Okay. Does that count as reading an audio book? Say what? Does that count as reading an audio book? Well, I mean, it counts to read. It counts. Yeah. It counts. But well, damn it, sale, I did it. Yeah. I, I recorded it. You recorded word for whole... word, I wrote the it's book. In your voice? And it, yes, it is. Yes. I read the book. I wrote it and read it. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. You get paid whether I read it or listen to there it. There we right? go. <laughs> and both are New York Times bestsellers. So mm-hmm. I'm good. You are doing too much, and I'm thrilled that you're getting all of the things from this profession that you want, Stephen A., because you really have. I don't know what you think the most interesting parts of your story are, but it is really nice to see you this comfortable with the platform, the fame, and the things that have come with this silly thing we do. Well, I will say this. You are consistent. Um, We've been friends for years, and for many, many, many years, you know, on a very serious level, you have always expressed concern about the amount of work that I do, the amount of hours that I put in, et cetera, et cetera. And so I never get turned off by that because you've always looked out for me and you've always brought that up as a concern. What I would tell you is you're not wrong. The difference is is that before it was for just somebody else. This book is mine. 
My podcast is mine. It's owned and operated by me. The, the aspirations that I have in the production world in terms of my production company, producing scripted and unscripted content, Mr. SAS Productions, that's me. And even though it's a lot of work at times and there are times when I, I get tired now and I need a break, I need rest. And I hear you in my ear along with other people. I am getting more rest. Maybe not this particular last two weeks or so because of the whole book tour and everything. But I have been mindful and cognizant of it. I've been taking better care of myself. I feel pretty good. Um, but more importantly, I'm energized and enthused because I'm not just doing what I'm doing for others. I'm doing what I need to do for me. And I'm betting on myself more than I ever have before. And if I'm being totally honest, not just you, but certainly you and people like you have been inspirational uh, because of your courage, your willingness to bet on you and believe in you. And that's why you have always had my respect, all of you guys. That's uh, nice of you to say. I remember here in this building, I think uh, the, the the seeds of that book or when you began writing it, you were in the hallways yep. here talking to people about the wanting to do of that book. And what I have enjoyed watching recently, Stephen A., is that you've gotten the, all of the things from ESPN that are so hard to get. You've gotten the freedom to create your own projects out there through, I don't know whether it's force of will or just the career that you've had there, the impression probable career you've had there because I would have never expected if you told me which was more likely I would have said it's more likely for Stephen A to go from the Philadelphia Inquirer parking lot to the success at ESPN than it is for him to leave ESPN and then come back to ESPN and be stronger than he ever was well listen there's a lot of things that go into that like for example in the book your your friend our former boss John Skipper he played a pivotal role in a lot of different ways and all in, in in process of telling the story, one of the things I wanted to highlight was how I would perceive things as being and I didn't have the right, you know, thought process and people like him in their own way helped me get to that point as well. It's not bitterness or anything. I'm thankful. I'm grateful. And he and I have a pretty good relationship. Can't wait to see him soon. Your relationship with me speaks for itself. It spans nearly probably a quarter century. You know, there's a lot that I've gone through and, and I get where you're coming from, but it, it, to, in the interest of full disclosure, we've had this conversation with your audience in the past. There's a difference between myself and Dan Lebitar. You're an intellectual guy. You're highly intelligent. You're very fiery. I can be very fiery as well. But the patience that I have in terms of having to deal with the quote unquote corporate structure, I've always felt I had a little bit more of that in me than you have. And me being a black man, understanding that the odds are stacked against me in more instances than not, I'm probably going to lose if I went up against the system per se. That attitude that I wore in my soul and on my sleeves served as a form of protection as the years have gone by because I can see the forest from the trees and that, you know what, this ain't going to work. This is futile. There's a different battle that I have to pick. And I've had to work my way through that terrain, whereas somebody like yourself, you know, you, you as smart as you are, you're going you're gonna to let people know this is where you stand. And there's certain things that you're not going to budge on. You're incredibly, incredibly principled. I am, too. But I also understand that the battles that I can and cannot win. And a lot of times you're about right and wrong and you're not wrong in your thinking. And as a result of that, there's a political maneuvering that sometimes you have no interest in, in, in having to endure where me, I've always accepted. I'm going to have to do it. I can't escape it by virtue, in my opinion, of my ethnicity, 
uh, and, and the lack of champions, per se, I may have at my disposal at a given time or another. So as the years have gone by, as my cachet has built, it's not that I didn't share your attitude. I always did. It's just that it was a time and place for everything. And my time was a certain time. And when I saw the opportunity to capitalize on it, that's what I did. He's got a best-selling book. It's called Straight Shooter. Uh, I've admired him for a number of reasons over very many years because he saw all of this coming somehow. He wanted it very badly. I believe you've gotten some fair criticism recently, and I'd like your answer to it when people ask you, hey, don't like the uh, the zealousness uh, with which you go after Kyrie Irving while being a lot more gentle on Dana White and Jerry Jones. I've thought it fair criticism. Um, I, I, you know, I didn't think it was fair, but I don't care. Uh, people can feel what the hell they want to feel. The fact of the matter is, is that tell me any situation that I've ever been talking about anybody, black, white, Latino, Asian, doesn't matter when we're talking about acts of domestic violence as it pertains to their significant other, their spouse or whatever. My tenor, my tone, the manner in which I speak and the things that I say are consistent. Now, with Kyrie Irving, we're talking about a guy that's hired to play basketball that wants to take 50 percent of the time off. So, again, I'm free to be a bit more vociferous, a bit more adamant about something like that, because it's there and flagrant and for me to see when I see somebody like Dana White in this situation. Did I think he was wrong? Yes. Did I pick up the phone and call him and tell him he was wrong? Yes. Did I think a suspension was worthy? Yes. I told him all of this directly call them and let them know that's how I feel. But in the end, I also work for a company that's in business with the UFC. I'm represented by an agency that owns the UFC. And I'm like, wait a minute here. We see media columnists and other people in a, in, in a part that makes me laugh, Dan, not you. This is not about you guys. But the part that makes me laugh is most of the people that talk smack are the people that shut the hell up when it comes to people that they're dealing with, that they're in those positions with. But you want me to talk. You know, and I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm going on national TV and I'm telling everybody, not like I'm hiding anything. I'm like, guys, ladies and gentlemen, this is my position. This is what's going on. This is the position that I sit in. I have to deal with all of this. It is what it is. I can tell you how I feel, but outside of that, there's really, really nothing that I can do. I know, Stephen A., but I want you, Stephen A., but I, I want you... Stephen A, I want you to do it though. You've got the power and the platform. You can you can bump into Endeavor. You can bump into ESPN. You can Who bump says into. I didn't. But that's my point. Who says I didn't? I went up to them. I mean, what would you have me do other than come on national television and tell you exactly where I stand and what I feel? Outside of that, what the hell do you want me to do? Uh, my, job, my my obligation. I am a commentator. I'm a journalist, I'm a commentator and pundit. My job is to talk about the news in the world of sports and tell you where I stand. That's what I did. Understood. That's what I Understood, Stephen A. But the way that you went after Kyrie Irving doesn't have any of those business compromises. So it could be you're you're saying out loud, you're saying, well, because I've got to worry about Endeavor, UFC, ESPN, then the way that I feel about Jerry Jones and Dana White and what they did ends oh, up well, coming across well, in tone is more gentle than the way you're going after Kyrie. Well, first of all, that's not what I said. Let me repeat myself. When it came to Dana White. I said a situation like that, as delicate as that is, it involves a husband and wife and something that happened between them. 
I treat all those situations the same. Kyrie Irving talking about him on the basketball court. I treat that situation the same because I know different. I know things about what Kyrie was doing in terms of taking time off of work and stuff like that that I've highlighted. With Jerry Jones, I'm sorry. I don't give a damn what anybody thinks about that. I'm a, I'm a stand firm on that. It's a still photo of a of a of a high school kid from what is it 57 1957 so it's 66 years ago standing in a still photo what am i supposed to say the man that sees Stinson, he wasn't seen yelling or screaming or spitting in somebody's face or doing something derogatory or heinous he was standing in a crowd outside of his own high school and my position was ladies and gentlemen we want a still photo from 66 years ago to indict this man. Do we really want to open that Pandora's box? Because, my God, what can be done to us if we do that? Those are three completely different and diametrically different positions to address. One has nothing to do with the other. So when people try to conflate it, I'm not buying that. If Kyrie Irving was in the same identical situation to Dana White and I treated them differently, you got a point. If, if Dana White and, and, and Jerry Jones was in the same position as Kyrie Irving, the same kind of incident, I get your point. There are three completely different instances, which calls for a different response, depending on the facts that you have and the information that you have, what you've seen, what you've heard, et cetera, et cetera. Jerry Jones was a still photo of a teenager standing outside of a high school in 1957. And we want to sit up here when he's 80 years old and judge him like the damn thing just happened last week and he kept it from us. No. Straight I'm not Shooter doing that. is the name of the book. Uh, Subway Nietzsche. Now he's never going to sign this my This is why we don't Jeez. want Dan to come. I wanted him to come here, <laughs> sign my book. Here, sign love you. Love you, Stephanie. Subway. Remember Subway. Can I say this real quick? Subway. No matter how serious the conversation is, Dan Levitard knows. He can ask me anything he wants, mm. anytime he wants. Right. He'll ask me his question. I'll give him my answer. Yeah. And we still going to get up and be brothers, you know, the next second. It's Dan, okay. Dan, okay. ask Stephen A if he can sign Billy's book. And say whatever needs to be said about Subway on the way out. We need to take care of Subway. The, absolutely. Like I said, I'm leveling up the Super Bowl experience at home. And in Arizona with this new Subway Series menu, you can go to Subway.com. Check it out. I'm playing a trivia game this afternoon. We already played a trivia game together. You actually got something right for a change, Dan. Let me talk. I was very proud of you. I was very, very proud of you. I tried, I mean, I, I, I tried I to it, cheat. I tried to cheat. But the guy who got us out of ESPN. You tried to cheat. He, 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 you tried to cheat, and we'll have to talk about that another time. You can do better, Dan. See I'm proud of him. <laughs> See you later, Stephen A. All right, buddy.